0: Hello and welcome back to Pastor Merritt's Old Testament Overview Lesson Number 37. We will be starting at the top of page 2, right at the very top of page 2, if you are using the outline. But before we begin, as is our custom, let's remember 1 John one nine, as may or may not be necessary. All right, let's continue on with chapter 16 of Genesis. Genesis sixteen six, Your servant is in your hands, Abram said. Do with her whatever you think best. Then Sarai mistreated Hagar, so she fled from her. Point one. Verse six. Do to her as it pleaseth thee. One point one. Abram was in a spot. He could have freed Hagar, but instead he chose to return her to the place of slavery. 1.11 Keep in mind, Hagar represents the law. Isaac represents faith and grace. The law, like Hagar and Ishmael, have and had a purpose in God's infinite wisdom. Romans chapter 3, verse 27 to 31. Where, then, is boasting? It is excluded. On what principle? On that of observing the law. No, but on that of faith. For we maintain that a man is justified by faith apart from observing the law. God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles too? Yes, of Gentiles too. Since there is only one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through that same faith. Do we, then, nullify the law by this faith? Not at all. Rather, We uphold the law. Romans chapter 4 verse 13 to 16 It was not through law that Abraham and his offspring received the promise that he would be heir of the world, but through the righteousness that comes by faith. For if those who live by law are heirs, faith has no value and the promise is worthless because law brings wrath. Where there is no law, there is no transgression. Therefore, the promise comes by faith, so that it may be by grace and may be guaranteed to all Abraham's offspring, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham. He is the father of us all. Romans chapter 9 verses 31 and 32 But Israel, who pursued a law of righteousness, has not attained it. Why not? Because they pursued it not by faith, but as if it were by works. They stumbled over the stumbling stone. Galatians chapter 2 verse 16 Know that a man is not justified by observing the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. So we, too, have put our faith in Christ Jesus, that we may be justified by faith in Christ, and not by observing the law. Because by observing the law, no one will be justified. Galatians Chapter 3, verse 11 through 13. Clearly, no one is justified before God by the law, because the righteous will live by faith. The law is not based on faith. On the contrary, the man who does these things will live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. Philippians chapter 3, verse 8 and 9. What is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Jesus Christ my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish, that I may gain Christ. and he found in him not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law but that which is through faith in Christ the righteousness that comes from God and is by faith Point 2 till faith the law must be the handmaid of the gospel to slay us that God may make us alive galatians chapter 3 verse 24 Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster, to bring us unto Christ, that we might be justified by faith. Romans chapter 7, verse 3 and 4. So then if, while her husband liveth, she is married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law. So that she is no adulteress, though she be married to another man. Wherefore, my brethren, ye are also become dead to the law by the body of Christ. That ye should be married to another, even to him who is raised from the dead. We should bring forth fruit unto God. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 22. For as in Adam, all die. Even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Point three. How sad that it pleased Sarah to treat Hagar harshly. Poor bond slave could not have avoided the liaison with Abram. Wounded pride causes jealousy. The fruit of jealousy is cruelty. Point four. Human good is more dangerous than most Christians understand. Refusing to wait for God's timing can reap painful results. Point five. Thus does one sin bring another with it. Let's review the doctrine of jealousy. Point one. Jealousy is one of the most vicious facets of the old sin nature someone is successful, there are always people who are jealous. Point three. If the Lord is using and blessing you, you can expect to be the object of sour grapes. Point four. Jealousy is a mental attitude sin that can lead to bitterness, envy, sins of the tongue, murder, etc. Four point one. Jealousy can destroy the enjoyment of Category 2 love, i.e. love between the right man and right woman. Song of Solomon, Chapter 8, Verse 6 Place me like a seal over your heart, like a seal on your arm, for love is as strong as death. Jealousy is unyielding as the grave. 4.2 Jealousy can destroy anyone and can even lead to psychosis. Job chapter 5 verse 2 Resentment kills a fool, and envy slays the simple. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 30 A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. Point 5 It's a common reaction Colonel R.B. Theme once said, If you have never been jealous, then it is possible you have never been in love or never had a strong emotional attachment to anything. 5.1. Many people have no problem with jealousy, and then suddenly they fall in love and find themselves jealous. 5.11. If you feel strongly about something or someone, it is then that jealousy, a horrific mental attitude sin, raises its ugly head. 5.12 We must not confine our coverage of jealousy, however, to just Category 2 love. Jealousy occurs wherever there are strong feelings. 5.13 Often. Siblings are jealous. Athletes are jealous. Pastors are jealous of each other. Professional people are jealous of one another. Church members are jealous of one another. Business peers are jealous of each other as are partners in crime, etc. 5.2 The sin of jealousy includes the concepts of covetousness, envy, the inability to accept rivalry, and the inability to positively accept the prosperity of others. 5.3 The mental attitude sin of jealousy is therefore related to the sins of judgment, pride, refusing to forgive others, wanting to be first, not wanting others to have things unless you too can have the same, etc. 5.4 Jealousy, as a mental attitude sin, is closely related to the heinous sin of pride. five point five The sin of pride is the first of the seven major sins listed in Proverbs chapter six, verses 16 through 19. Point six. rivalry is not part of God's plan because it is he who establishes authorities. He promotes and he demotes. 1 Timothy, chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. I urge, then, first of all, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for everyone, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good. and pleases God our Savior. Romans chapter 13 verse 1 Everyone must submit himself to the governing authorities. There is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Psalms chapter 75 verse 6 and 7 For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. He putteth down one, and setteth up another. 5.7 Matthew, in chapter 7, warns of judging. It is a terrible mental attitude sin with serious traumatic consequences, and more often than not, It has its dark roots in the mental attitude sin of jealousy and or bitterness. Matthew chapter 7 verse 1 through 5 reads, Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you. How do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye, Pay no attention to the plank in your own. How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. 5.8 God is the mentor of every born-again Christian And as such, he from his omniscience and sovereignty has provided for us our own spiritual life. It is perfect and includes a host of others who are none of our business. 5.81 Authority realms are there to protect us from one another. This is especially necessary given our terrible propensity to judge and be jealous, bitter, etc. 5.8.2 5.8.2 point point Jealousy often motivates revenge. and Revenge puts us nose to nose with God just asking for his knockout punch. Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 35 To me belongeth vengeance and recompense. Their foot shall slide in due time, but the day of their calamity is at hand and the things that shall come upon them make haste. Romans 12.19 Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give proper place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. 5.83 Revenge is a product of trifling with another man's wife. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 32 through 34. But a man who commits adultery lacks judgment. Whoever does so destroys himself. Blows and disgrace are his lot, and his shame will never be wiped out. For jealousy arouses a husband's fury. and He will show no mercy when he takes revenge. 5.9 As the scripture says, it is God who causes it to rain on the just and the unjust. Therefore, there is no place in the realm of proper Christian thinking for jealousy. That you may be sons of your Father in heaven. He causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. 5.91 If it didn't rain on the just and the unjust, then there would be secular and not supernatural motivation to believe and be saved. Point six. The source of jealousy, like all mental attitude sins, is the old sin nature, where mental attitude sins insidiously poison our souls. Six point one. This is understandable when one considers that the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? 6.2 The Bible says even the Lord Jesus Christ is sometime preached because of jealousy and contentions as opposed to proper motivation. Philippians chapter 1, verses 14 through 18. That's the end of lesson 37, the Old Testament overview. Thank you for being here with us this evening, or this morning, whatever your case may be. If there's anyone in the audience... It's without Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Remember, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. So long.